Hey, it's me. I'm putting laundry here. Um, I want this episode to be a message. Um, if I have any kids of my own one day and they happen to stumble upon this, you know, and they ask, I wonder what he thought of anything or everything, just whatever, you know? And what I would say, and this is what I would say, I remember not too long ago, maybe like a couple months ago, I went to go get coffee, I'm just right for a little bit, maybe a couple hours, might have been last year, I'm not sure, but anyway, I wrote a little prompt in my journal about How different life would be if somebody told me I only had a couple days to live, you know? And that prompt kind of taught me a lot about what's important to me. And I feel like that's a good way to kind of understand who you are. Is to just maybe take an hour or two at a coffee shop or library or... A place where you can get work done and kind of focus. And, um, just kind of think about, about what you would do in those couple of days. And maybe, maybe it's true, maybe it depends on your age. Maybe it depends on, on what you think is fun and what you value. And maybe that does change. And maybe it's a question you can ask yourself maybe in like three, four years. Five years, I don't know. Um, I don't remember exactly what I wrote. It's in a journal somewhere. But it talks about how important my family is, you know? And how I would tell everyone everything that I that I meant, was, but was kind of too hard to, or too afraid to say. And most of it's, or pretty much all of it, positive stuff, you know? It's just shyness or timidity that kept me from saying those things because, I don't know, for me I always think complimenting people is crazy, but I think that came from my mom, just manners and not calling too much attention to you, which looking back I'm kind of thankful for, although it does have its pitfalls. Sorry. So, yeah, I just... That kind of taught me what was valuable to me. And I think in the, the world we live in, there's so much pressure for everybody to do stuff. And I feel that, and I felt that. It's a little different now. Now I feel a bit more at ease, you know? Or at peace. And one of the things I realized was all the stuff I'm worried about doing and all the stuff I feel pressured for no one's really knocked on my door and surveyed me and questioned me about it and asked me what have I accomplished? Am I, like, or giving me a list of reasons why I'm not good enough. People tend to just keep to their self, themselves in their bubble for the most part. Or they're rude about, they're rude about it. So, like, everything I said, most people, didn't, they might do that. But, I mean... When you think about it, I don't think that's really polite. 
anyway, I realized I... I don't know, lately I've just been thinking about the American dream, right? And what is good, what is good to desire, or if to desire is any good. And I've just been reading the Bible a little bit more. Because it's full of wisdom. It's like chalked full of wisdom. And I like wisdom, you know? And I'm kind of learning about Solomon. How amazing his life was, you know? He was kind of at the top of his game. And I don't really know. I have to tell myself to read it. But he mentioned something about how at the end it was just vapor. It was, it was for nothing. It was superficial. It was all vanity. It was all himself. And there was kind of a, a hollowness to it, you know? And I feel like I don't know if I can use that to justify, like, these feelings of inferiority how, or how I've fallen short in the world or society or whatever. And nevertheless, I kind of thought about it, you know? His experiences at the end of his life or towards the end of his life and how, you know, he had turned away from God to build and to say, like, look at what I built and look at what I have. And then, and I wonder, you know, I wonder if he was insecure and that's why he did all that. But I don't know. I just think about that and I think about this whole American dream and, and what it is and how, I don't want to say it's vain, but at the root of it, it is vanity. It is this insecurity or this anxiety. And granted, like, it makes sense that people would want to settle down, considering that's been a big part of our, our history, you know, with civilization kind of been marked by us kind of settling. But then that wasn't everybody, you know? You still had nomads, you still had traders who would just go from one part of the land to the other. That's how they survived. That's the life they had, you know? And so now I'm really thinking of what's happening, like post-pandemic and just inflation and all that and how, you know, we'll do whatever it takes, right? We'll go into debt or we'll, we'll purchase tiny homes. And I just feel like what is it, you know? What do we want? What's at the core of everything? And for my other episode, I kind of realized, like, what does any of it even matter anyway? If in 20 million years, or 100 billion years, what will we become, you know? Will we even have descendants at that point? Will we go extinct? Will an asteroid hit us? Any of that. Like, our sun dying. and What's going to happen in the future? Are we going to be oppressive in 20 million years when we've figured out how to go to different galaxies, different planets, you know? What's our soul going to be like? I don't think I'll be here. So, it's not something I'm terribly worried about. But I still feel like Maybe there's a chance humanity will keep going. Given what we've done in the last, like, just 
30 years with computers and all that. Sorry, I don't know what I'm talking about. But I don't know. I'm starting to see that there's more to life than life. And that we all have a spirit, you know? That's just what I believe. And that our spirit is in a physical home right now. And I don't know why. But that's what I believe. And, you know, all things will come to pass. And one day we're going to not be here anymore as individuals. Like, if you're listening, just hearing me, like, one day I'm not going to be here. I'm going to die. And I've accepted it. Because that's life. Life is death. And death is life. Death is post-life and life is pre-death and whatever, you know? And I'm kind of learning, like, to just make the best of, of life, you know, while you have it. And try not to worry so much about the latest trend or a stranger looking at you a certain way. That's just, these people are just kind of weird, I guess. Um, and it's fine, you know? We're human. It's human to be human. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's kind of hard being grown and your story unfolding. Because I think when you get older, you have to be a manager. Like, you have to be as weird as it sounds. You have to manage your own home, your own restaurant, because your home is kind of a restaurant, laundromat, whatever hybrid. And you have to budget and And you really have to navigate the world and what people think and it's easy to give in, you know, and to the culture or the ways of the world at any given time, which I'll let you know, you know, like they're, they're constantly changing and I don't really know. I'm really not here to offer advice, I guess, because I'm still kind of young right now. I'm still kind of learning, and I don't think that's going to end, but I just want you to know who I was so that you kind of know yourself a little bit better. Maybe there are things in me you see in yourself, and maybe that's what... Part of your our identity is it's learning about where we came from, why we are this way. And, you know, I've just learned so much about myself and my parents, and I don't know what that journey is going to be like for you. If you if you never meet me or know me, but um, I want you to know I love you. You know, 
for who you are today and for how strong you are. And that the world can be cruel, but also very forgiving. And that sometimes you might want to be cruel. But it's best just to hold back a bit, you know? And just be forgiving. Because when you are, you'll see that those people kind of change. Something goes on in their brain and they, something clicks. And they become a little softer, you know? I've learned with serving people coffee and just working with the general public that people are sensitive. You can take a situation and pour gas on it or you can pour water on it. And it's best to just be relaxed and listen to someone. And they need to process things. And life is hard, but life is beautiful, and we don't have life, life has us. And it can be hard. I think, for me, one of the things I learned about myself is that, and I learned it from, from Weimaraners, which are like a breed of, of dog that I, one of them I, I will take on hikes sometimes. Her name's Gracie, she's awesome. Is that those kind of dogs, they're active, they need something to do. They need, they need a job. They have a purpose, you know, they were bred for a purpose. All dogs were, whether it's pit bulls um, or Labradors or Terriers. German Shepherds. They were bred for a purpose, right? And I think... As weird as it sounds, like I was... And I am like that. It feels like if I don't have something to do, I just get kind of depressed. And just feel a lot of depression. And I think it's... It kind of gets tangled with this whole American dream and societal pressure. But I think on a more spiritual level, I do have that in me, where I want to serve others, and I want to be a friend, and I want to have a friend, and I want to be myself, and have that be okay, you know, and that's kind of what I want, I don't know if it's what other people want or everybody wants, maybe some people are lost in the thoughts of the modern day, I don't know, it's not sure what's going on. What 
we got for me. Just, some people are like some people are just like that. They don't want that. They don't want what's being offered. Maybe you have to do with the story. Either way, um, I just feel like the self comes in little layers. And it's just all layers, I guess. But I think people do have a real self, like a soul, you know, outside the context of family, uh, one's job, one's duty to humanity or whatever. And it's just this something else, this like essence, I guess. And I think I have one. I think everyone has one. I don't know if there are people who were born without a soul or empathy, but I feel like if you don't have empathy, I think you still have a soul. I just think everyone does. I don't know. I'm not sure. Because I'm wondering, you know, like, if and when you'll hear this, and how old you'd be, you know, I just think about the people I've met who are kind of off or evil, you know, there's just something, there's just something there, or something not there, and I wonder, but I think it's still worth helping them out, or giving the benefit of the doubt to them, because um, everyone grows up in different, different kinds of environments, you know, and as you learn, as you traverse your life, how they see things and how they treat others is kind of a, a reflection on their own history, their own upbringing, their trauma, their parents' trauma, their parents' parents' trauma, that produces this kind of almost legacy, you know? Or some people call it a curse, but it's, I think it's just how kids see the world from the perspective of them as children and their families, for better or worse, you know, it can kind of get better. But I think, you know, if you ever have your own children, you know, I'm not telling you how to raise them, but I'm telling you, they live not by what they hear or direction, you know, that's not how we learn. We live by seeing what our parents do, how they treat others, and, and we become that, you know, because that's how humans survive. Their parents teach them, or their parents teach them. So, I don't have kids of my own right now. Just remember that that's who you are and what you produce. You just know that. And you think, well, what kind of child do I have? What would I want them to be like? How would I want them to treat others? And that's just how you have to be with them. And you're probably going to fall for it, I think, every parent does, in some way, you know, because no one's got it all figured out, I guess. But if you work on yourself a lot, you've had enough time to do that, and 
bit easier. it is short and sweet, I think then you'll live differently than if you see it as this long and bitter, drawn out game, where you have to constantly compete, only to get nothing. I think that's how I live sometimes. I just want to let go of that, because that comes with a lot of pain. And... I don't know, I'm still trying to figure this out, honestly. I want to go back to school. I want to be there for people with depression. Hopefully I get to do that. And I just, I have to. And that's where I'm at right now. So. I really am thankful. Outside the context of whether or not I've measured up to this American ideology. Or maybe when you're listening to this, it's more of a global ideology. Because the world is just developing. It's going to develop more and more. I just say remember. Remember who you are. And... The whole nature versus nurture thing. I think maybe there's stuff you got from me genetically and things you got from your other genetic parent and then maybe you have another parental figure. And just know that there's stuff you're going to get from all of us and stuff you're going to get from none of us. Because you have your own unique experience in the world and your own way of reacting. Yeah, some of that is taught, but I still think there's a little nugget, there's a little dense little pearl or ore or whatever ingot or like piece of gold in you that's just you, you know? That's just unchanging. And it's good to feed that, it's good to water that, that seed. And to have faith and know that that is a good piece inside of you. Yeah. And that's you. I don't know, it's weird as a millennial because apparently like, I'm entitled or whatever, and I was raised to think 
you know, I'm special no matter what and I deserve like a participation trophy. But I don't think that applies to me because some millennials, their parents weren't from here and they were raised different. And I never really got any of that. But I think we buy, tr I think I had one of my brother's trophy in my room, you know. But it's important to know, like, in the context of society, yes, your existence is not enough. And I can't teach you you're valuable just because you exist in that world, you know? I guess you do have to earn stuff, or you do have to put your stuff out there, which I do struggle with. But that's that world. That's that way of looking at things. But there's also the spirit in you that is enough for itself. And for your higher power, if you believe in it. And you do kind of have to manage both worlds, but I never forget which one is everlasting. And rich, and eternal. Well, it's kind of everlasting. And just wholesome and beautiful. And never changing. And know that there's another world that is ever changing. And is of the flesh or of material which will come to pass, you know? But at the same time, is also eternal or whatever, but I don't know. Hopefully you know what I mean. I don't mean for it to be this complicated. That's just how I am with you, you know? Hopefully I get to meet you one day. And see you grow up a little bit. And kind of, I know this sounds counterintuitive, but see what you've accomplished. Just the little things, you know, like a drawing you did, or a trophy you won, or a picture, a really good time you had once. And shows you like. Movies, books you like that I can watch or read, places you like that I can go to. I think about that stuff. Ultimately, I don't know what's going to happen in the next hour, in the next year. I can only plan for it. And even then, there's a lot that I've been told by God to not worry about, and so I won't. But I can plan for today, I don't have to get dish soap, body wash, trash bags, all that to clean where I live and I work later. And I'm just going to do that for now, you know? But I wanted to leave you with that message. So you can kind of think about what means the most to you right now and really hold on to that. Just be thankful for it. Okay. I'm gonna let you go. Enjoy your day. I hope you enjoy your day. Bye.